This episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by Driveline 2.0. Driveline has listened to all of your feedback from uh, our original run of ads and is now launching version 2.0 with all kinds of new improvements to the system. Uh, patches. Uh, patches are real, physical patches you can earn through getting points on Driveline via miles traveled, videos posted, and more. Beyond just digital badges that no one else sees, patches can be shared on social media or in the real physical world to show that you are a master road tripper. Uh, there's improved drive it functionality. Now when another user drives a route you've created, you can see it. See how your fellow motorists take to your favorite drives. Uh, in addition to the roads driven, we've got new pins used to share places you stop off at, whether uh, it's a restaurant, a scenic overlook, a store, a hike, or a bathroom break, share photos with others to make it easy to find the best spots. And there's an optional mini-map in the video. When you shoot videos of your drives using the Driveline app, you can overlay a mini-map. That way, when people see your videos, they know what roads you're driving. Driveline 2.0 combines the best of what Driveline originally set to offer with customer feedback rigorously implemented. Driveline in no way promotes street racing. Street racing is illegal and dangerous, and if you get in trouble for doing it, don't blame us, because here we are right now telling you it's illegal and stupid. Get the Driveline app in the iOS store now and hit the road. And we've got Auto Tempest. You know about AutoTempest.com. It's the best, easiest, slickest way to search the widest possible net with the fewest possible clicks, right? It searches all the top car listings in one place. Sites like Cars.com, eBay Motors, CarSoup, CarsDirect, and many more. Plus individual dealers and private sellers, places you didn't even know existed. You can also compare with results from AutoTrader and all of Craigslist. I'm not talking about local Craigslist. I'm talking about national all of Craigslist. So you can find the exact car you want for the best price without wasting a ton of your time browsing around to all these different sites. Like maybe you don't, maybe you want a new car. Maybe you don't even really want a new car. Maybe you literally are just doing what I do when I have free time and just browsing around. Oh, what are 87 Thunderbirds going for these days? You know, you want to cast that wide net. There's no reason you want to do double work to get the same result. That's why autotempest.com is what's up. It does all that double work for you at the same time time. Uh, they've been a sponsor for a long time. We're happy to have them. So if you're looking for a car to buy or sell, see what you get for your car, check out autotempest.com. It is there for you. And uh, lastly, cue the Sarah McLaughlin music, because I got to talk to you for a moment about the Humane Society. The National Humane Society has two things going on that I am very passionate about animals and fast cars. In fact, if you look at my Instagram, there's pretty much only three things on my Instagram. Cars, watches, and my cats. That's it. And uh, the National Humane Society is giving away a Porsche 911 and a Tesla Model S. They provide uh, homeless and 
neglected animals with nourishing food, life-saving medical care, vaccinations, and safe shelters. And if you've ever seen uh, a, a little kitten's face with Sarah McLaughlin music playing, you cannot help but cry, and you want to snuggle that kitten. I know you do. I want to snuggle that kitten. The National Humane Society is fundraising in a way that uh, that I think all you guys will really get into. They're raffling off a brand new uh, 911 Carrera cab cabriolet and a brand new tesla model s these sound like the most la cars ever so if you're in la you probably really want to win this stuff uh the car every donation is being matched uh so that's really good so whatever you put in is getting doubled up and that will double your contribution so you can really make a difference help now you can win a uh, porsche 911 or a tesla model s your donation will go directly to help save animals use promo code the smoking tire and get five extra raffle tickets free who doesn't love free? Go to the National, nope, not the, go to nationalhumanesociety.org now. That's nationalhumanesociety.org now. Enter, use code promo, promo code the smoking tire and get five extra tickets free. And, uh, that's it for the ads, folks. Uh, we got a really good show for you today. Uh, sit back, relax, pour a cup of something and chill out because it's time for the smoking tire. Morning, our podcast. That's that's what it means when we start. Hello, what's up? Good day. How'd you doing? Good dog. We have ditched Timmy. He had to go. He had to go. He had to go. We, no, <laughs> no, to go. no. Timmy's out. He's out for the day. But uh, we got Marcus and Grayson from Roads Untraveled in the studio. Hello, boys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Welcome, Welcome in. What's this? What's French? Oh, I don't know. I lo- <laughs> took French in like grade eleven, then stopped. Bienvenue. It's gone. You're the other side uh, of. Wasn't grade eleven like three years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish. <laughs> Welcome to uh, the sunny side. Finally, yeah. Last time it was absolutely pouring rain. The LA River was full. It was amazing, was right? Here. Yeah. That happened actually one day last month. It, did. it was a it was big, big rain, and there was like class five rapids in the LA River. It was gangster, actually. Yeah, it was cool. But that month when you were here last time, that rain, like. Did a shoot for like automobile magazine in my Mustang. It looked like it was fucking Japan or something. It was, it was all everything was lush. Yeah, it was so nice. Changes it completely. Yeah, now it's like back to the desert. Yeah, now it <laughs> looks like July again. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So what's happening? What brings you guys back to Los Angeles? The well, weather. Yeah, the weather is probably number one. To be honest, we haven't seen rain back home in Vancouver for like two weeks. Sorry, we haven't seen sun in Vancouver. Oh, for really? Two, uh, two weeks. It's been raining nonstop. That's a bummer. Yeah. Vancouver's so nice, though. Like, last October, we had 28 days of rain. Oof. That's like Oregon. That's why I don't live in Oregon. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Ruins an otherwise lovely Canada experience. Oh, I yeah. went to Vancouver Island, which was really nice. Right, okay. How'd you like it? Quiet, but yeah. very pretty. Yeah. The people uh, over there are very different from Vancouver people. They seemed... I, and I didn't meet a lot of them. I only uh, interacted on a, uh, a car-to-car basis with them, and they seemed very obedient. <laughs> say, they were happy to have you. They really... Ob- not the way I was driving. I'm oh, sure okay. you they yep. were not. I, got, I, I thought I was late for a flight, and I drove like I was late for a flight, yeah. but it turns out... Wasn't late for that flight. <laughs> Once I got there, I was quite early. <laughs> but uh, Vancouver Island Motorsport Circuit was yes. a nice track. Have you guys run that yet? 
we've ridden shotgun there and we filmed a few things but we've i've never driven the track pretty cool track yeah it's very small yeah Um, like we were following area 27 i'm not sure if you're no everyone keeps talking about that one what's that one about we did a couple of videos on our youtube channel you should check it out so like that was kind of my first experience kind of exploring the different techniques and of building a track designing a track Uh um and we were um, interviewing one of the founders or something like that and he kind of made the comment well you know it kind of makes the track on the island look like a go-kart track and i thought okay well you know He's just kind of saying that, but when I got there, it's like this is a go kart track. Yeah, I mean, a small track can have that feel if you're in a car that's you gotta have you gotta you have to size your car, you know, appropriately. Yeah, I had a Panamera, a Panamera Turbo S at Vancouver oh, yeah. Island, yeah. which yeah, I agree, it felt a little go kart tracky. What were you in? Uh, I, I rode shotgun in a tuned Mini Cooper S about like 350 at oh. the wheels. Well, that's. It's a lot of power for a fucking mini, but that's yeah. the right size. Yeah. That's the right size car for that track. It was. I was. I. W- I don't know about you, but when I run shotgun on a track or anything, and I'm shooting at the same time, oh, I get nauseous after yeah. like a lap. No, that's normal. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah. But I don't. That's. I. I stopped. I don't ride right seat people. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what they have <laughs> suction cups for, dude. Yes. You got to use. Yeah. You know, Zach. I'm usually pretty good, but when I was flying the the car mounted drone we have filming drive. So I was looking at the screen, trying to control the yaw while the track is going all these different directions. After 20 minutes, I got pretty sick, and it stayed there for about 30 minutes. Morningstar had a had a really he he could focus on that for mm-hmm. a while actually. It was a unique skill. Yeah, to Morningstar. But uh, what's area? Can you pull up what that area 27 racetrack looks like? Everyone keeps talking about mm-hmm. that one. It's a private track. It's like a private uh, drivers club. Uh-huh. So you have to buy a membership. Yeah. And um, I think they're all sold out now. They but they're just building. Sold out, yeah. yeah, they're building like a beautiful resort there. Like what do the uh, what do the memberships go for? Twenty uh, five. No, it's for, about forty grand for the initial fee. Forty Canadian. Yes. Yeah, so, so like, like thirty five. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then after that, this guy's got a nice promotional video going on here. I like his. This is an updated site. I've wow. actually seen this before. Is he yeah. selling? Is he, is he selling wine or a racetrack? Right? <laughs> oh, no, I, this they're is doing both. Wine country. <laughs> yeah. it's designed right by Jacques Villeneuve. How about that? Oh, here we go. Here's a little video of an in car. That's not YouTube, so we can let this play. Yeah, right. we, we. It's had got a great little the, backdrop uh, happening. Can, you can't full wow. screen that, can you, Zach? Oh, that is it's YouTube. It's Vimeo. Oh, it's Vimeo. Oh, d- how delightful. Look at the track map of this. Okay, so this track looks like you took a, a spaghetti noodle and just hucked it at the wall. <laughs> it looks it looks tight, but uh, this I'm looking I'm getting some Thunder Hill. What do you think, Zach? As we as we wind around, I mean, this track. definitely looks that way and doubles back on itself, almost like Lagunas. Yeah, uh, it's got like a like a punched in Omega at the end of it. I don't, God, what a cool I'm su- looking. I'm surprised track. it doesn't seem to have a lot of elevation considering it's surrounded by mountains. This corner up at the top is pretty much the. Biggest elevation change. This corner? Uh, no, no we're approaching uh, approaching <laughs> yeah. a hairpin. So it's like it's it's cool. it's ma- it's mainly flatish, but it's got wow, it's that island is so pretty. Yeah, right. Oh, here's up a here. big uphill. Yeah. Like yeah. A That's a game. good uphill. That's like a mini uh, mini at the end of Coda. When you walk to the that, left, like we did a track walk, when you walk yeah. that, that's a. Uh, that's how you that's really nice. get a feeling. Wow, it's a that's, great section that's there. A nice drop. This track rocks. Now, like <laughs> uh, the one thing they talked <laughs> about, and it was really cool, is that they didn't want to disturb the natural landscape, so they basically kept all the corners mm-hmm. and the elevation change natural to the surroundings. So they literally just took a 3D rendered model of the area and just kind of threw down some lines and kind of built it off of that. So it, it's really cool how they incorporated the kind of the natural surroundings. And right below this, like you're up on a hill. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like, there's some aerial shots, and it shows like there's a massive lake just below that with like vineyards everywhere. 
It's the most incredible thing. That's fantastic. Thing. I gotta go. I gotta go to this place. What that looks. I see. There's. I feel a lot of Thunder Hill there for sure. It really looks a lot like that. It's, that's beautiful. Where's Thunder Hill? Thunder Hill's in Northern California. I think it's fucking Thunder Hill is so far in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's like, like an hour and a half northeast of San Francisco. It's, and it's really, really like off right off the five, which is like the you know the main highway that goes all the way to Washington. There's just nothing there. It's a town of willows, but it's, it's a so, gorgeous, fun yeah. track. Yeah, they have, and they have two road courses and a huge skid pad area. Too. And at the right time of year, it looks like the the backdrop from Windows ninety eight with that perfect mm-hmm. blue and that perfect green. <laughs> right. It looks just like that. It's amazing. Um, but uh, that area twenty seven track, wow! I see. A, I smell a value over there. It's it, lots what of was fun. It? Yeah, motor. Uh, um, there was a. They filmed the video there recently uh, for the a motor trend. Yeah, film. motor they trend. Shot a uh, ignition with the oh, new yeah? ZL one. Oh, up there. Yeah, ZL one's good car. I was kind of dis- well, understandably, but I was kind of disappointed that they didn't do um, the the lap, the actual track timed lap at area twenty seven. I think they had to do it. They got to do that shit at Willow, right? Yeah. So it all matches. Yeah. Do they do streets? Do they, they do streets, don't they? Zach, do they do streets yeah, at Big streets. Willow? They do streets, streets right? Mm-hmm. I just went to Big Willow the, on Friday. Did a Z28 uh, race car at Big Willow. Ooh. It was fun. And uh, shout out to the Fusion of Ideas guys. Um, I'm jealous of that racetrack. Now, uh, that's Thunderhill. See? Looks like Windows. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, same kind of uh, same kind of vibe, right? The rolling greens surrounded by... This photo uh, looks mountains. like it was taken from an F-15 fighter jet by someone who had, like, Parkinson's. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, a little out of focus. But you can see it's very green, and they have these uh, two different road courses um, with some fun little weird hills and stuff. And, it's, and in parts, it feels almost narrow. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of runoff, but also not a lot of runoff. No, yeah. It's like there's grass, but there's a ravine ravine in that grass yeah (laughs) exactly and then look right about may pull up that picture there right about may it turns that color yeah and then it stays brown all the rest of the year Mm -hmm. but great track if you guys ever do uh when you come to la do you do anywhere uh you doing the rest of cali at all or so we drove down from vancouver in grace's car so what do you what do you drive what do you drive in 2009 chevrolet cobalt with 135 to the front wheels yeah (laughs) Did you get your ignition lock checked out? Um, well, initially I had the problem. They said you can't put uh, anything on your keychain because yeah. it'll turn off your car when you're driving. <laughs> yeah. I said, screw that. I don't want to carry around like random keys in my pocket. So I just left it on. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not carrying two sets of keys. Okay, I, I'm not doing that. If the I key remember, falls out and the car turns off, eh. I remember during I reviewed one of those cars in Texas, and I was able to like hit the brakes, and the keychain swung, and we were, we were able to do it to shut the car off. Wow. It fuck, yeah, it was fucked up. Yeah, I'm scary. <laughs> for real. Putting my life in danger. I had no idea about this. Yeah. Well, it's fixed now. <laughs> it, well, yeah, now it is. Right. But. Yeah. It's funny. Well, yeah. Worst case scenario, the engine turns off, so it's not like you lose control of the car or something. Oh, okay, yeah. power. Some cars, your power steering turns off, <laughs> yeah. or, the, or the steering wheel could your lock, when, lock your when your engine turns off. That could be the issue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> fine. If you're in a gentle corner and the steering turns off, and then that highway straightens out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would, I would it wouldn't the, be ideal. Take the keychain off before running turns eight and nine at Button Willow. You're gonna have a real hard time on that exit. Mm-hmm. Right, shit, I said I meant Willow Springs. Retard. Either any track, any track, any track, <laughs> any track really apply. doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. So, are you guys filming or chilling? We we are filming. What are you to filming? Film as much as possible. Uh, modified cars, um, a bunch of everything. We had a couple stock cars. Um, trying to get variety. Basically, whatever we can get our hands on. You doing? Are you, oh, so you're really doing real work, huh? Yeah, I mean, it costs money to be here uh, for a month, <laughs> so we got to make that money back. Well, this yeah. was four days ago. You guys yeah. were filming. Uh, looks like someone's Porsche. This, some fast. You drove this car. 
Derek Whitaker. I, oh, it's Derek's car. Oh, I love Derek. He's great. Awesome He's a guy. hilarious yeah. guy. Yeah, that and that car is fucking. I drove that car in the rain. Fans of the show may remember this vehicle. There it is. That's a beautiful Porsche as a narrow body turbo car and notable because it started raining at the beginning of our drive and the, we came upon a guy who had crashed into a ditch right in front of us in the drive. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's oh, a that's, that's a nice car, man. That's a good look. It's kind of outlawed out. Mm-hmm. That white with gray stripe. Derek is a man of aesthetic. Yes. He gets, he understands. We, we compared, he's basically the closest to Hank from Californication that we've met since we've been uh, down here in LA. <laughs> he drives the Porsche, just kind of the overall attitude. He like, you know, writes His music. Porsche is too <laughs> nice. If he was Hank from Californication, he'd have to have like a shitbox Porsche. Isn't that funny that his shitbox Porsche would be like worth, you know, like 48,000 <laughs> <Yeah>. bucks <laughs> well, now? Like, he was talking about how like each like ding and scratch kind of has character and he doesn't want to fix it because it, you know, it, it kind of like, it has a story behind it. So we were uh, shooting an interview, and he says, oh, this is where I hit a bird. <laughs> it's just kind of like a little dent on the side. And, um, yeah, that's what kind of reminded me. A bird me of. dented the car? Yeah, something like that. We had 600 horsepower. So, yeah. Is it 600 now? It's 420 wheel. Oh, I guess that's, I guess that's pretty close. It, I couldn't, I, you know, I could barely get on it because I was on Bouquet Canyon Road, and it was raining. It was real wet. It's, is it on slicks still? Uh, it is on um, our triple eights. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. <laughs> it was on. Uh, e- it was either triple eights or like. R- what are the others? The R A R A seventy ones are those slicks? R A ones. R A ones. I had those on my MR two. It was something that did not have any real tread on. It. <laughs> fun car though. Yeah, Do lots you of much, fun. Get much seat time. Uh, yeah, probably half an hour. I'd say. Cool. Just good. It was a lot of fun. Let's see what what road is that you on. At Ensenal? Upper Big Tonga. Oh, you went to the forest. First time, by the way, in Angela's forest. Isn't like, it the best? Ago. Oh, yeah. it's amazing. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. You it's guys like are Malibu so without people. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did Malibu for the first probably three. We shot Focus RS in Malibu the first oh, yeah? week. And then we went to Angela's forest. We're like, okay, we're not going back to Malibu. Yeah, no, Malibu is, is uh, it serves a purpose. It's great for the uh, social scene. I was out there on Sunday. Did you guys see that video of that P1 crunching on a curb? No. That oh, went around? Yes. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was standing there for that one. That was a good crunch. <laughs> that, was a, that was a real nasty crunch. Is that like a situation where you don't try to stop? The, like, if you see it from happening, it's not even worth it to be like, hey, stop, stop. Uh, no, no, no. You, of course, would see Well, yes, but... <laughs> I didn't... I wasn't... I wasn't... St- I, I was there. I, I wasn't in a position okay, to stop. Okay, yeah. Right. No, I would have stopped him for sure. I was like... On, on the at another angle, you know, right. I, I couldn't tell, but there was a. He probably should have seen that curve. <laughs> I mean, presumably the same guy backed the fucking thing in. Probably did. He was looking at the backup and he just yeah. forgot. Yeah, and poor guy. That's up. a shame. Ooh, real bad. I saw. I saw uh, somebody uh, at that show last time I was there. Someone crunched the fuck out of an, an old M6's front front chin splitter too. Oh, yeah. such a good looking car. Yeah, so it nice. happens. That show's good. Malibu is great for the social scene, but if you really want to drive, you need to be in the forest. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have any real driving roads around where we live. You have to drive kind of at least an hour plus outside of the city in order to... Well, that's the forest from here. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's a, in, um, in Canada, it's like our biggest highway is like three lanes each direction. Uh-huh. So like you have like pedestrian streets that have more lanes than our highways. So it's kind of like there's not a whole lot of good areas where you can go filming, where you can do drive-bys right. because you're having to lose back and forth and everything like that oh, out the, here it's incredible yeah though. yeah yeah like the forest just, on a weekday you can pretty much you know you can have most of it to yourself yeah and as long as you um we found i mean this is a little inside baseball for those of you who happen to film cars in the angeles forest we found uh <laughs> tripods seem to be the sticking point 
with the local authorities. They don't really care uh, if you're rocking mounted shots or uh, even if you're doing like car to car kind of stuff, as long as people aren't hanging out of cars. Right. But for some reason, they see someone on the side of the road with a tripod, and the the professional light bulb goes on in their head, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, it's time to start giving you crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's you know, it's weird. Well, because so many people own GoPros. Like my, yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. my aunt owns a GoPro, so they could be like, "Well, is this worth stopping and asking?" Like, no, we're just getting shots of our car. Yeah. But if yeah. it's tripods, like, all right, now you went and bought a tripod. Why'd you buy the tripod? What are you doing? You know, especially mm-hmm. if you've got you know like a carbon fiber tripod with like a seventy to two hundred or right. something. Mm-hmm. You know, one of like a big tan telephoto <laughs> lens. Yep. And like, uh, or drones. They be they're kind of dicks. Yeah, what's the drone situation here? Yeah, we've technically not lucky. allowed. Te- okay. Well, technically, if you're filming a commercial project, you need to have a permit for it. Some jurisdictions, you have to give them a flight plan beforehand, like right. where you're going to be, what altitude, and whatnot. Um, some require you to have uh, like ranger supervision the whole time. Some don't. Um, there's also your proximity to an airport, like as everybody knows. So uh, Angeles Crest is not near like a tiny airport. Um, I crashed a drone in Iceland because <laughs> all of Iceland is an airport. Like I, I, we were not near a big city. And so I'm flying this drone along a lavender field, like th- two feet off. And it just goes two feet, 18 inches, 16 inches, and just flips over into the lavender field. I was like, what the f- what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I pull up my phone and look up Iceland airfields and the whole island is dotted with airplane icons. <laughs> oh, so there's just all these old, like, lava field things yeah. that are airports, and so that's why it happened. So in, in L.A., that's it's funny. like, you know, if you if you get caught, like, you could get in trouble. Um, some jurisdictions, when we filmed in Colorado for Drive, uh-huh. we cleared drones with them, and they were like, oh, it's good you did that because we have a person in our department who just watches TV, and if they see Colorado on it, and if they see certain shots, they will go back and retroactively look and see if that was permitted. Wow. Yeah. Um, you always wonder if someone's going to do that. I don't think, mo- I think a, a lot, lot of jurisdictions are pretty <laughs> bare bones nowadays. This guy said it like, you won't believe this. But I, Well, I've know. seen a lot of, I've seen in tangentially quite a few TV shows that go, that kind of distract the ranger one way, do their shit the other way, and hope no one has a problem with it later. Mm-hmm. Just uh, tangentially have seen that. I was down in Nicaragua, and <laughs> flying a drone anywhere in that country is uh, illegal, and they will oh, really? arrest you, and you'll, you'll get oh. uh, jail time. Oh, so I, I, I'm, well, I'm surprised. What's Nicaragua like? Um, it, it's nice. Like I was in San Juan del Sur when um we were staying at this hostel called the Naked Tiger, and we had the guy. And What's it's like that about? Oh, like, it has a weird history. I'll tell you that no, much. Not the Naked Tiger. <laughs> but, yeah, like, he, he flew his drone up in the air, and it's like the most beautiful shots, like super scenic, like just gorgeous. And uh, he's saying like, yeah, like my buddy got like arrested. Like you know, it's yeah. you don't want to be caught flying a drone here, regardless of it's like this big or this. When big. you get arrested there, are you getting arrested to then give them a? You know, pay your fine, and then they let you out. Like, because that country lets a lot of shit go. And Nicaragua is a lot more developed in terms of their police force than the surrounding areas. Like, I we basically drove from Vancouver to Chile. Um, my friends, Fuck like, off. I didn't drive the entire time, but like, I flew in and we drove from basically. Like, uh, my, my friend did like a year long trip, so I had like two months. So I stayed from with Canada them. to Chile. Yeah. Um, and wow. you, you have to basically ship your car from Panama to Colombia because you have the Darien Crossing, which is yeah. like 50 kilometers of the most dangerous territory yeah, 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 yeah. in the entire world. And so you have to basically get a tanker and ship it out. That's so interesting. We yeah. had this dude on the podcast uh, who wanted to drive from Tierra del Fuego to Alaska. And he wanted to do it in a fucking VW Combi. 
like the Brazil spec water cooled Volkswagen microbus. Okay, yeah. And he had gotten as far as L.A. and he came on our show, and he'd been on through on his tenth engine rebuild or something. The combi- he, are you talking about Combi Life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know I him? love that guy. Yeah, we were in a film with him when he was in Vancouver. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, and. Uh, he, uh, I changed his life by giving him an old iPhone and introducing him to Tinder. Yeah. And he never had to sleep in that van again. <laughs> oh, but, hilarious. yeah, yeah. So wait, what did your friend drive to... Well, what did you guys drive? He had a Westphalia, but he ended up selling that because the exhaust fumes were coming through the vents. So you get yeah, like dizzy after bad. going up the hill. Um, but he ended up getting a like 92 Toyota pickup and Brilliant. he put like That's a camper perfect. on it. It had a rebuilt perfect. engine, like almost 400,000 kilometers or a few Americans, kind of like 300,000 miles, I guess. 400,000 K is yeah. 60, 120. 240,000 miles. Yeah. So um, basically, he made it from Vancouver all the way to Ecuador. And the only thing that went wrong is he had a flat tire. That's fucking awesome. And this was like... I told half- Ben he should have bought a Previa. If he had bought a Previa, he would have done the whole... The Did Previa, you, the saw, mid-engine one? Oh, it's the mm-hmm. best. Okay, yeah. I saw... You just pulled up Ben's website. Was he... Yep. Where is he? Did we, did we ever? Did he ever make it there? What happened to him? Uh, looks like he's got a lady with him now on the website. Of course he does. But like, you know... Like a white... Like, like he wiped team, it up? As a team. Oh, you what's know, his most recent update? We are Ben update? and Leah. We're nomadic is... travel vloggers. Um, <laughs> I love this guy so much. He was so great. This is a trailer great. for Alaska. I don't want to play this video. Asta Alaska out. season five. Did he, ever, did he ever make it to Alaska? This was posted on October 5th, uh, Of 17. Man, so he's still going. We finally arrived to Alaska. Yes! And then we had to leave again. Pull that up on the on the screen for oh, the... Oh, yeah, what am I doing, sir? Yeah, what are you doing? He It's like into the wild, this guy. I love Ben. His videos are awesome. <laughs> like, they're so cool. Just like, him and his dog yeah. picking up chicks. Guess how the van's doing. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> How's it, it needed do- a new transmission. And the one we needed was very rare and hard to find. <laughs> so we had to leave the van here in Alaska alone. Oh. And, and now they, he's on a sailboat. They had to find a way out of Alaska. They found a sweet ride. Wow. <laughs> sailboat. Wow. This guy... This is that the, the Christopher What's-His-Name bus? Is that the Into the Wild bus? In there? Uh... <laughs> Wow, this is this guy is gangster. Ben, if you are out there, call us on your way back down. Sail on through. <laughs> I love that guy. So the Toyota pickup truck, you made it to... Uh... I, I flew out of Nicaragua. Like my friend, it okay. took like almost a year, if not more. Um, so I left him around there. But he uh, made it down to Ecuador with having nothing wrong other than a flat tire. And for like a good section of that trip, there's no paved roads. Like you're yeah. talking about big potholes and yeah. like the middle of the jungle kind of thing. And um, he did have to, f- um, when he was in Peru, I think he had to get um, new leaf springs fabricated. Um, but of course, he's in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. So yeah. it's like, where are you going to get these? So basically went to like a fabrication shop, if you want to call it that. And it was a day's worth of labor. Um, it was like parts and everything like that. Plus, he took the guy out for dinner afterwards. <laughs> and it was like $100 Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, just threw uh, new leaf springs on. and steak y cuatro cervezas y... <laughs> he then like sold the car in Chile um, and he made money off of it because like vehicles are hard to get down there so yeah. when as soon as you cross over yeah. then it's like increases in value so he charged wow. transportation fee basically yeah. there you go that's so that's pimp awesome. but like he was taking photos of the different cars from that area and you can buy like 
amazing classic cars in mint condition because they don't really swap them out. They just like Toyotas in, and old ones. In Chile. In Chile. And you can get them for like a couple thousand bucks and up here they'd be worth like 20, 30 plus. Really? Like they're flawless. Um, so what are you guys doing? Why, why isn't this the business? Honestly, I was considering it. Um, Sounds like, fun. You Let's go down. In, yeah. But yeah, well, yeah, there's a 25-year 20, import rule here. It's 15 years in Canada. So as long as it's uh, 15 years or older, we can import in Canada. Yeah. I'm jealous of you guys with your 15. They should be at 15 here. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. It's and, and California is the hardest of all. But that's a smog thing. Yeah. I can't even hate on that. It's probably good. No. It's yeah. pretty smog. It's probably good. I like our air most of the time. Right. For the first couple of weeks here, it was the, the clearest I've ever seen LA. It's nice when it's clear, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. It was you great. You should have seen it with the fires a couple of weeks ago. Right, yeah. Or at this point, a couple of months ago, I guess. It was gnarly. There was like a red. It felt like, pro- I wasn't alive then, but it felt probably like what the 70s were like here with this thick, and everybody got sick. Mm-hmm. Everyone had like upper respiratory infections. Wow. And, uh, you know, the fires were in Ventura. So where I live in Venice, like it kind of curls around towards Malibu and you can actually sort of see it. And when they would drop the, uh, the fire retardant stuff on there, it would make like this nuclear looking mushroom cloud and you're like oh god (laughs) (laughs) let's hope they have this under control yeah Yeah. it was was gnarly but like the fires kept on going for a long time like they were in southern california not too soon after we arrived i think or maybe um like maybe like a month before we came down i heard that the fires were still going in southern parts dude wildfire some crazy shit the wind takes it. It's big. It's dry it here, big. and it just it just it goes really. At one point, someone said it was moving at like four miles an hour or five miles an hour. Like, damn, wow. it's going. Yeah, it, it goes um, really, really quick. Because I mean, yeah. you guys have seen up at, up at uh, Angel's Crest, like it's really dry, yeah. and all those bushes are made are twigs with oxygen. Like that's all they are. <laughs> you know, the chaparral or whatever they call it. It's just like tumbleweeds that are in the ground mm-hmm. so i was just gonna light on fire really quick and just goes up a hill down a hill up a hill down a hill and then when you get the you know the wind almost always blows one way west to east almost you know 99 percent of the time but on the days when you've got a fire combined with the the santa Ana winds when it blows the other way it's like uh-oh this is going to be a big fucking problem because mm-hmm. like whatever the world is equipped to handle this direction wind but not that direction wind you mm-hmm. know craziness we flew into San Francisco at the end of September. Um, we were doing a Project Cars launch thing, and they got McLarens. A video so, game project. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So then, um, like Marcus drove the McLaren around the track, and then uh, they went brought us inside, and you played on the computer with like, oh, a VR yeah. headset. You and compare, compare. compare. Yeah. What track was it? Yeah. Sonoma. Fun, great track, isn't it? First time ever on a track. <laughs> Really? Doing like lead follow in a twelve C six fifty S and a uh, five seventy. Yeah. Oh right, really? Way to that set, is why they way to lead follow. Hundred percent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I honestly, oh I would have learned more if it had been something slower. But oh, not. Of course. Yeah, of I mean, course. McLarens are awesome. But yeah, no. Yeah. And a McLaren is with your first time on track. It's just don't fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And they were like, traction is set in whatever the sport, but. Yeah. If you put it to track, you're, you're nothing's. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah. do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Isn't yeah. Sonoma fun though? Oh, it's great. Yeah, cool little racetrack. Yeah, but we lucked out timing wise because like a week after we left, that's when the fire started and oh, it just yeah. went through the yeah. um, the wine. There area. was smoke there when we got well, right when we got to uh, San Francisco. Oh yeah, it was pretty. This is the downside, you know. Smoky. Sunshine's free, weeds legal, <laughs> but we might burn your shit to the ground once a year, maybe. Yeah, and maybe an earthquake. And there's a mudslide on 101. <laughs> a mudslide. You guys see that? 
Oh, there's a couple of people die, right? the highway. Well, here, what happens is, right, so the fire burns out all the trees, mm-hmm. and the trees are what hold all the dirt together. Of course, yeah. And so when the, the trees are gone, and then you have a huge rain, all that mud just slides down the hill and covers the 101 freeway. Some of the, the houses we've seen on these hills back on the, I guess it would be Studio City on the other side of uh-huh. the mountains, like back side oh, of Hollywood. Yeah. And they're just on stilts, two stilts mm-hmm. on the side of a cliff. You see that on the beach sometimes it's ridiculous. Here too. Look at that shit. Wow. That's, that's freeway and then... So there. left side is when it, how it should look. Exactly. And that the, didn't pull up for some reason. Oh, and then the right side is uh, what happened after the mudslide. That is brutal. Yeah. Big. There you go. Yeah, that's rough. Our our state is so equipped for disaster. <laughs> when it rains here, it's like our dude, our power goes out, our cable goes out, it fucking floods. It's just nothing. You ever know? You notice houses don't have gutters here? You ever notice that? You walk around, look. Houses don't have rain gutters. Well, now I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't. I and mean, like our um, the roof of our garage is flat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you don't really see that back home. Yeah, but like even like emergency vehicles getting through the city, it's like they can't. No, I, we were going through what is it? Um, USC. USC, and I'm stuck in bumper to bumper traffic, and then a fire truck comes behind me. So yeah. I, I try to make the little kind of go into the bike lane as far as I can, and people are honking at me because well, you can't get by. It's, in California, it's required that you pull. Not just that you give them right away, but that you actually pull out of the way and stop. Right. That's actually a law here, which I thought was stupid until I started seeing ambulances try and get through yeah. bumper to bumper. That's traffic. why they go, they'll they'll go in the opposing traffic when it's clear, and yeah. they, that's pretty much like their go to all the time. You just see mm-hmm. them most. They just get to the thing and they move over to the left. Dude, side. if I couldn't do the job I do, I would a hundred percent be an ambulance driver. Oh, what a great so awesome. fucking gig! What a great gig! <laughs> you get buttons to press. You can break the law. <laughs> oh, you probably get a sweet badge to flash if you ever get pulled over for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what an awesome you. job! You just you'd be you'd be the driver apexing everything, and everyone would be like, "Oh, that guy, that guy took that corner, kind yeah. of nice." If there's Stepping an ambulance driver uh, listening that listens to this show in Los Angeles, I would love to go out with you on one shift. I'd, I think that'd be probably pretty gruesome, but also kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I don't want to even see what happens at the back of that ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> front of the box. I only want to be in front of the box. Co-driver. Yeah. Co-driver. Yes. Notes. That'd be yeah. a cool video. Just kind of like the Dan <laughs> life of an ambulance driver. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to look at people who drive cool shit for a living like, uh, you know, I'd like to see what a semi-truck driver's like and then a fire tr- fire truck driver and like the dude who drives alongside the airplanes. Oh, that helps them land. Yeah, spy the spy the planes. spotter guys. Yeah, the spy planes or a Saudi Arabian police officer and like, like a Veyron. <laughs> Those <laughs> things are the mar- yeah. the the Dubai police marketing fleet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't drive around all day in those. It's like for marketing, right? For yeah, but the Dubai police don't even really have a lot of like normal cars either. Mm-hmm. They don't. There's not a lot of like you don't see a lot of street cops in Dubai. There's a lot of cameras though. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. That says he's never seen someone pulled over. Yeah, but there's just speed cameras everywhere. Yeah, so that's why you could like do burnout on one street and then just don't speed on the next street. Yeah, interest. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I just shook that camera. The uh, yeah, it's like that. Switzerland. Switzerland is like strictest. Oh, why is this place so clean and beautiful? Oh, because they're watching you all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do they have a lot of cameras and stuff like that in Switzerland? Yes. Switzerland is the worst place on earth as far as I know to speed. Really? Um, There are many cameras and they have penalties beginning one kilometer over 
and going all the way up to the completely absurd. That's crazy. Is that so. the country where it's um, the fine is uh, based off of your income, or is that Sweden? No, that's that's Sweden. Okay, Sweden they do do a percentage of your income, which is which you can get a monster if you're a rich guy or girl. But uh, in Switzerland, like for example, I got uh, 16 kilometers over, and that was a thousand euro. What? And yeah, and you can't <laughs> fight it. You yeah. can't fight it. There's a no Finland, Finland as well. I think is Finland home of the hundred thousand dollar speeding ticket. That's the that's Holy the salary crap. one. The based on your net worth or your salary. I, I got to read it. Okay, you know, I just pulled. Yeah. It. So this guy and here's here's another uh, anecdotal story. I was on this adventure drives rally, Rob Freddy's thing, and someone who was not acting in, in a very intelligent manner at the time, uh, who I actually think is a nice guy, but he he fucked up. And he, you know, and have you been to Sweden or Switzerland before? No, I haven't. Or uh, like anywhere in Europe, there's these big long tunnels that go through the mountains, right? Yeah. And you don't make a U-turn in the tunnel, but this person did. And nothing happened. There was no incident or crash or pull over or anything. He went to the hotel. He ate dinner. And when he came back from dinner, there was a cop waiting at his car. And they had followed him on the camera, using the camera system from that tunnel 40 kilometers to the hotel. Wow. I thought yeah. Britain was bad. Yeah. So, so that's like, that's what Switzerland is like. So Switzerland is like when you're up in the Alps, like the, 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 the high passes, you can drive, drive, and it's like our Angeles forest and it's beautiful. But on the motorways, it's like you set that adaptive cruise <laughs> at 60K or 80K or 100K and that's it. Wow. So there's a lot of countries that do this sliding scale of fines. Uh, Switzerland, Austria, Finland. This story is from Finland. This is crazy. In 2002, a Nokia executive was fined the equivalent of $103,000 for going 45 in a 30 oh. on his motorcycle. Because he made, cause he made uh, $6.5 million a year euro. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it sucks, but it kind of makes sense to a certain degree because... <laughs> Like if if you're completely broke and you're driving a crappy car and you have the same ticket as someone yeah. who's a millionaire, but yeah, at the yeah. same time, I mean that is pretty steep, right? Like if the other side of that story is like if you make thirty thousand dollars a year, you know your speeding ticket is forty bucks. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like all right, I, I kind of, that that's I a, do understand it because you I could, get it because here. You know, our reckless fine could be like a thousand dollars, and if you make six and a half million a year, you're like, oh, great, and you just like yeah, pull yeah. out your wallet, and it's fine. It's like this. That's called the Rob Ferretti. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was what was the math someone did? It was like uh, buying a Ferrari to a billionaire is oh, like us me. buying yeah, a yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. If I was worth a billion dollars versus like you know what a normal person makes. Me giving you a T-shirt as a normal person is the same as me giving you an Aventador as a billionaire. Right, right. So that's crazy. <laughs> wow. They did a comparison, like comparing somebody who makes, let's say, like fifty thousand dollars a year to Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah. And like, if you see a penny on the ground, you won't bend over to pick it up because it's not worth anything to you. If you convert that to Bill Gates, if it was twenty five thousand dollars on the ground, he wouldn't bend yeah. over because it's not worth it to him. I remember doing that. There, someone made you extrapolate that math. I think I did it in high school or something. Yeah. When he was the first, like, the richest guy, and it was like he gets to the office and takes a dump and that 15 minutes that he's dumped that he's shitting was like he earned 90 grand or something like that that's really one of those sad numbers oh yeah there's a there's a site that um, calculates for the companies that make profit per second yeah but that guy so i think 103 grand is a lot for 15 a k over 15 <laughs> yeah. you, you need to have like that. a cap yeah. right Even i mean if like you're rich that's yeah. a that's a big one. <laughs> that's, a big that's pretty much losing your car depending on what you're that's driving pretty fucking gnarly yeah <laughs> Wait, so what were the other countries? Austria, uh, uh, Sweden, Finland. Um, 
Oh, Never mind. Sex, Google failing. Uh, Sweden, Denmark, Germany, Austria, France, Switzerland. Oh, Germany too. They, I found that one. They all have sliding scales, but oh, okay. Germany is probably not as bad. Like Switzerland is one we all hear about. Yeah, Finland. And Sweden, of course. I think maybe it was in Switzerland. I think maybe it goes to your percentage of your income if you're like more than 20K over. It, it, once you mm. hit a certain point and it's like reckless, then it's, you know, then it's like go fuck yourself. The trade off is God, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty. The air's so clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes you want to like sing and fucking yodel and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's so nice. It's so nice. You want to like, oh, I want to move here. And then you got to accelerate to 60K and hit cruise. Yeah. And go, oh, fuck. Back in Vancouver, the, or at least the provincial law is anything 40 kilometers an hour over is an automatic seven day impound. Wow. Um, and in total, it. Rounds up to about fifteen hundred dollars in fees and stuff Oof. like that. Yeah, it's pretty. But steep. anything under forty, like everybody pins their cruise control. <laughs> thirty nine. Thirty nine, right? So and then it's just a whatever hundred twenty, hundred and fifty dollar ticket. Yeah, California has a dumb system like that too, where all violations. So, so when I was in New York, you were allowed twelve points, right, mm-hmm. before you lost your license, and like speeding was one, and you know an illegal right on red was two and whatever and it would add up right in LA any moving violation is one okay okay until you get to like a reckless or something so it doesn't matter if you're five over or 29 over it's the same so you might as well go 29 (laughs) over the math is in your favor like the thing that surprised me the most is that like again I drive a cobalt and I like I have a radar detector like I went and bought the valentine one so it would it's not cheap it was like $700 something like that but um, prices have gone up (laughs) but like well in Canada like when you convert it because I'm buying it from the states right so they were always dicks about shipping and stuff like that you can only buy it from the one place but like basically um, if I get my car impounded like Marcus said like it's only 40 kilometers over and that's going to be $1,500. So if that saves me from one impound, it's paid for itself twice over. Yeah. And, but the thing that I find absolutely amazing is that we filmed with some crazy horsepower cars. Like we did the like thousand horsepower Supra and stuff like that. None of these guys have radar detectors. Nobody so runs. Radar. Nobody does. Like the GT3 RS, he had one. Built I think the in, Porsche one, um, like the Porsche we filmed here had one. Yeah. Um, See, but here's, I think that is an indicator of, <clears throat> You know, you guys are around a lot of high-horsepower cars, right? It's not always about, like, I bet you the average speed that that GT3 RS travels is significantly higher than the average speed that that Supra travels on any given stretch of anything, right? Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. That Like, I've driven a lot of Supras, and, like, yeah, they're fun to go through four gears, but, like, I don't drive a Supra feeling inspired to like carry sustained speed over a long period of time the way I do in like a GT3 RS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I find that like radar detectors are one of those things in life that you don't realize you need until you buy one. Then when you buy one, you realize like, how have I gone this far without one? Like oh. just like thinking I'm going to work and I'm going down the highway, I'm doing 40 kilometers over. If I get my car impounded, I'm going to miss my job. I'm going to get like screwed over from that shoot. And like, that's going to really hurt. And you can't and not go a 40 over. You can't yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> our speed limit's like 80 kilometers on the highway, which is no, like... No, it's I, not. Well, no, there's sections of the highway where it's 80. It goes from like 100 to an 80 like zone. We, we so, have- yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, we basically, we kind of have this concept for a video that we didn't get an opportunity to shoot before we left Vancouver. Um, but we're basically going to highlight in kind of a comedic style way, but actually hopefully bring light to some issues, real issues in Vancouver with speed limits being 
way too low and they they install like or they build a new section of road or whatever and they put those you know those i don't know if you guys have these here the lines that go across the freeway for helicopters yeah yeah so they can time you and the stopwatch yeah, yeah. and it's a, like a 60 kilometer an hour road so 40 uh-huh. miles an hour and everybody's going 120 so what are you going to block all the traffic and go 60 Is we're gonna we're gonna go the speed limit and yeah then just have film you seen it. the video where the guy did that no. Is oh, there's a video from America where someone did okay. that. Yeah. No, I'm not not I'm not trying to blow up your spot like you could do it. You it no, was course, very yeah. effective in yeah. what they did. What was the where was it? Do you remember? What? They were trying to show how silly the artificially low speed limits were. And so it was a three-wide highway and they went, you know, three wide at the speed limit for like, I don't know, 10 miles or something and by the time they got to 10 miles it was like every like people were like Hitting the dirt to like pass them and like pulling out, you know, getting all crazy and, you know, road rage. And there was a huge gap in front of them. And I, f- I forget the viral video, but it, it someone did do that. Yeah. It was fucked up, actually. It yeah. was pretty crazy. There was a really funny video this guy just did. He brought his bicycle to the FCC office. And for three days, he would bike in front of the office and slow down traffic behind him. Because he was throttling, he was throttling, he was throttling oh, the traffic. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. It's a protest of on a bicycle. On a bicycle, what, in, in uh, what, is that in Washington? Yeah. So really in, in Washington, does the bicycle get full rights as a car? So no, you can but cops showed up and they're like, "You can't do this." But he just kept coming back for three straight days. He would just like he'd ride like fifteen miles an hour and just right. make a line and be like, "Oh," if, and he would turn around and be like, "If the cars pay me, I will let them go through." That's so. But funny. otherwise, we're just going to slowly pedal the streets. Very good. <laughs> really good. It's a good troll. 10 out of 10 troll for that mm-hmm. guy. 100%. I like it. Yeah, no, the slowing down highway uh, highway traffic thing to show the speed limit, I mean, it's it's effective. Someone did do it, and the video was, God, I was like, oh, I wanted to, like, hate them. It was like, God, you're caught. those people are all late now because you had to prove a fucking point. Yes. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. Or, oh, here he is. Look at this guy. Go back. Look at this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just going like... He's not even riding a bike. He's, He's barely, going like like wow. the speed just before a bicycle falls over. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I love he's that. in DC. Uh, so driver. He asked drivers for a five dollar fee, and he would let them go. Um, That's so and then funny. and then he said. Uh, Consumers can pick, can pick the plan that's best for them. It's <laughs> great. Did so he good. have his own cameras, or was this just like he no, got No, that looked like a guy on the street well, he's told got, me that shit. He's got so GoPros funny. front and back on his head, but okay. someone else was just there. Uh, Do you think he's allowed the 12% speed up rule as well? <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. That's very, very funny. Good for him. Good for you, sir. Absolutely. America. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a bicycle is fighting against a giant office. That's basically. funny. No, it's really funny. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. genius. It's yeah. so genius. You can't get away with that shit in certain countries. Oh, that's, that's very a, true. A, that'll send you in North Korea. That's not. They won't. <laughs> Kim Kim Jong Un wouldn't take that well. I don't think you're allowed to have bicycles with pedals there. Like, <laughs> just use your feet. It's like I don't know. Flintstone it. Yeah, they had they had them back in the day. There's a guy who rides a penny farthing on the bike path. Let's see. All the time, he is the yep. most hipster. There's a couple extreme levels of hipster, right? With bicycles, there's the. Uh, it starts with the fixie, which is the fucking worst, right? Because you put some brakes on it. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they have bicycles. So you know, a truck. There's like uh, suspension lift and body lift. Yep. So now they have bicycles with body lifts. Oh, it's two where, bike frames two, welded together. Two yep. bike frames welded together. So like seven at the top, and then there's penny farthing guy, 
And then there's the uh, elliptigo. Those are the, funny. Ellip- the elliptical machine. <laughs> what with gears? Yeah. yeah, it's like I want to do. I want to do the motion of an elliptical Show, machine, but be outside. That's it's ridiculous. a bicycle, but that you elliptical on instead right. of pedaling. Right. <laughs> I see them. <laughs> uh, so what else did you film? You filmed an RS and a. Uh, there is the elliptigo. <laughs> Wait, wait! Those Where are all fixed. There we go. There it is. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I've yeah, seen I've, those. Yeah, I've yeah. seen one of those before. I mean, look at the lighting That's in that ridiculous. picture, though. That guy's—you got some beautiful winter clouds yeah. there. One day we were in <laughs> Angeles Forest. The first day it looked like that. Yeah, it yeah. was cold in the morning. It was winter yeah. sunrise is where it's at in the okay. forest. Yeah, yeah. You guys, are you going back up there? Are you done? Yeah, we. I mean, we have like four days left. Um, so we hope we hope to get it back up there, but we are going to Mexico tomorrow. Oh, and then we have a few other uh, things to get done. We have to go back and get your lens cap. What's in? <laughs> yeah, I left a lens cap in, up me- there. in Mexico. Yeah. In Mexico? <laughs> no. Okay. I was like, I'll give you ten bucks. Yeah. What's yeah. Uh, happening in Mexico? Uh, my friend is. He flew to Mexico a couple months ago, and he's hitchhiking from the Gulf Coast um, over to the same guy he drove from down to Chile. Surprise! Um, so right now he's camping in a tent outside of a grocery store in Baja. Um, <laughs> so he needs a ride home. <laughs> so no, he's actually doing a pilgrimage from the, the border, at the California and Mexico border to BC. Um, oh so God. depending on what weather is going to be like, he might <laughs> end it in California. I don't know. Is but, you saying here? Is this where you guys are going? Is he staying with Twister? <laughs> it was, yeah. Come on it, in. We got smelly pussy. <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious because it's not like he's, he's not loaded, but he has money to, you know, to spend at hostels and stuff like that. He just doesn't really want to. So you have like the restaurant there with his little tent out front. Oh and- my God. He's at a torrent. <laughs> He's camped outside a torrent. Wow, this motherfucker pitched a tent outside a restaurant. Okay. We're going to hopefully bring some GoPros and kind of shoot the day, so to speak. You're going to get but shot for the GoPros. That's what Grace was saying. He's like, even GoPros, he's like, definitely not DSLR. And I'm like, okay. No. Yeah. You just don't want to film people. Uh, because yeah. you don't want to film the wrong person. That's what it comes down yep. to. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So. All right, we'll just bring our phones. Uh, which city in Mexico is he in? Uh, he's What's in Baja. Ensenada, um, I think we're going yeah, to. Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. Ensenada? Ensenada? Well, he's yeah. going to be there tomorrow. He's not there yet. But. Ensenada's uh, pretty chill as far yeah, as Mexico goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the sliding scale of Mexico's chillness. Yeah. Uh, what was in that? I see on your Instagram there, that Focus RS. What was in that? Uh, tuned uh, stock turbo. I think it's basically bolt-ons and a tune. Oh. Uh, I was at like 350 at the wheels or something like that. Oh, cool. Um, head gasket issue fixed and a bunch of exterior stuff. <laughs> oh, had, did, he, did he have the issue? He did not have the issue. Oh, okay. But he uh, Did he inspect the gasket that was pulled out and was it the correct gasket? I don't know. Oh. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure about that. Fun car though. It's First nice time car. driving a uh, Focus. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're cool, aren't they? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Did you? Uh, was it a stock suspension? Yes. No. W- no. God, now I can't remember. I'm I'm pretty sure it was stock suspension. How did you find it? I'm pretty sure the suspension. Um, I had it in comfort the whole time. <coughs> if that's any uh, yeah indication. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, rough as shit, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal. brutal. Yeah, yeah. And like Malibu roads are pretty good. I mean, it was all. Well, first, second, third, pretty much. Yeah, um, they're the uh, they're they're a little bumpy, Malibu. Yeah, some stuff is. I wouldn't necessarily daily that car, but it's it was like I had a blast. I was yeah. laughing. See, that's the thing. You you it's it's a daily that you don't want a daily with the stock mm-hmm. suspension. It was mm-hmm. beat up. But Zach drove it 
on my new KWDDC adaptive coilovers. So good. Ooh, Sunday. Nice. Really good. Get that plug in. Very surprising. Yeah, I mean, it's, no. it's a plug, and also, and they gave them me the coilovers, but they gave them to me so I could talk about how they, they are. They didn't give, give me the coilovers. They didn't. And the so, coilovers are fucking good. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They're sweet. They're very good. It yeah. settles really quickly. Uh, it feels how you want it to feel. It's like, yeah, this is how most cars should be. And it's not how most compliant. cars are. Not how, how most, most cars, are. cars should be. It's it's got we we say this word a lot is compliance, but like a lot of the Malibu roads, you're mid corner, and there are undulations in the tarmac, like several inches tall or mm-hmm. up or down at some points. We had jumps that like totally where we came out of our our chairs, yep. but the car didn't get like that upset. Yeah, I literally wow. got air out of my seat yeah. in a couple of corners, <laughs> and, but the car just soaks it up, settles really quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's much quieter on the road because I drove it to Vegas on its stock suspension, and it was like. Too stiff, noisy, kind of uncomfortable, and now it's like mm-hmm. it's how it should be. Noisy car, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I my new exhaust is actually louder than it was before, but the suspension is mellower. So and the exhaust really has smart. a better tone. It's yeah. got a really, really good. It's nice. Get, Down tune makes sense. Do you get exhaust. turbo spool through the exit yes. like when you hear from the outside? Yes, yeah. you do. That's Especially like when you're like idling around the parking lot, it's like. Yeah. It's really, really, really cool. It's got that cool, like, back, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah, I hadn't off. really heard it. Uh, I went down to pick up, they see that Lotus Evora outside? Oh, yeah. I went to pick yeah. that up this morning in a place called Eurocar, um, which is a dealer down in Costa Mesa that's also uh, the the home of uh, Lotus California now. And uh, <clears throat> I think we, we were at, we were right beside Eurocar, I believe so. We were at the Pagani Service Center. Is that in Costa Mesa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this, they had some neat shit down there, but uh, I left the Focus down there with them, and as they went to pull it around back, I had heard the dude like driving it away. I was like, oh, shit, that sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, it sounded really good. Um, Focus is a nice sounding car. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was surprised for sure. Yeah. This Lotus is very good. I've only driven it from there to here, so uh, it doesn't have a rear window. I- I've only driven one fo- um, Lotus in the past, and I absolutely love the Lotus. I think it's such an underrated car. Like, is I'm it a Vora? Um, it was an Exige, the S one. It was like a track spec S one. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds race car-y. But like, yeah. it's just that it's a gorgeous looking car. It handles like nothing else, and it's you can get them for, like um, used for pretty affordable, like thirty. They 40 bought grand. them out at like, thirty. Yeah, they're all thirty grand used. The Avoras bought them out at like fifty, fifty five. Mm-hmm. So this is a Ford. The one I have is a four ten Sport, which is uh, four hundred and ten horsepower, supercharged six, manual gearbox. Uh, carbon fiber seats, carbon fiber roof. It, instead of a rear window, it has a carbon fiber hatch yeah. uh, with slats on it. Uh, it has it's it's light. I don't know the exact weight yet. I literally got it like a half hour ago, so I'll talk about it a little more in depth. But is this so far so nice? Is it the uh, replacement for the Avora four hundred? Yes. Is this, okay. Replacement for the four hundred. Right. So uh, it's th- it just just came out. So the dealer still has like three or four four hundreds. The four hundreds were awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And this is this is actually it's basically the same thing, just with a little less weight and a little more carbon. And it's got a new radio, uh, which is nice uh, with Bluetooth that works mm-hmm. good, which I used. And I don't know. Seems to be cool. I'm yeah. gonna drive the shit out of it. It's gonna be lovely. It's very comfortable. I don't have the seat. All oh, really? I don't have the seat all the way back. Yeah. There's still like probably. Two and a half inches further, I can move the seat back. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good car for we tall don't people. Get the the three. Fi- I think it's the Sport three hundred and fifty or the Sport three hundred and eighty here in North America. I don't believe so. The Exiges, we don't get any of them right, right. now. Um, the Avora is the only car sold in in 
uh, Lotus sold in the U.S. right now. Mm-hmm. I've heard we will be getting Exiges. That's a great looking car. I love. Yeah, the they're new cool. Exige. Travis Akolsky cool. and Jack Baruth at Road and Track got to go to Europe and drive those. So mm-hmm. I don't get to do a Road and Track story with this one because they drove the 430, which Europe gets, and this is the 410. Yeah, but I am excited because it is sort of like. Uh, have you guys done old N- NSX before? True NSX? We've shot, so two years ago we shot a, uh, we originally had about five or six NSXs lined up, like first gen. We're just going to do a piece on like the owner's club. all of them? They're Uh all super tight knit in Vancouver, right? Thought it would be cool to kind of interview, get the all perspectives of the owners. Uh, And we go out, or no, I think we had four lined up uh, and ended up two extras came out. Most stressful shoot day we've ever had, six NSXs. Keeping everybody, you know, not bored for four to six hours. Yeah, because you got to be on like. Yeah, all the time. Right? Yeah, the yeah. whole time. Um, but needless to say, no, we have not uh, had the privilege of driving any NSX yet. That's a shame. All those NSXs, and it was all filming and no driving. Well, that that was kind of the beginning <laughs> where we had driven and filmed a couple of five to seven hundred horsepower cars, but it, w- it yeah. You we're just kind of getting started. You should circle yeah. back to that NSX. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're still good friends with a couple of the owners. So the people who are very into the old NSX and don't particularly like the new NSX, mm-hmm. which I love, um, because it's not NSX enough for them. <clears throat> they want a Lotus Evora 410. Uh, the Lotus Evora 410 is the new old NSX, and it's excellent at that role. Uh, is it still a Toyota engine? In the yeah, Lotus? it's a Camry V6 with a supercharger on it. Perfect. That's Makes so 410 cool. horsepower. It has a pretty durable six-speed manual gearbox. It does not have a lot of known issues. The stereo is a fucking alpine. So it should work. The air conditioning is, you know, the shocks aren't adjustable. Mm-hmm. Just don't just set it right. Let it be what it is. Got double wishbone, good brakes. Like it's basic. Nice. Doesn't have um. Doesn't even have automatic headlights. It's got a key, like yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's a hundred. This thing's like a hundred and fourteen grand, I think. That seems like it's a, a pretty, very good deal. It's a pretty good deal, man. I think it. Can you look up the curb weight of the 410? I don't want to say it's under 3,000 pounds, but I it I very well might be under 3,000 pounds. Well, because just um, power alone, that's very quickly approaching like supercar territory from five to six years ago, roughly. Yeah, right yeah, no, it's fat. It's yeah. not like it's not it's manageable fast, and because it's a supercharger rather than a turbo, you get a linear curve. You don't get a right now, you know, shove that dies at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it feels just like a bigger you know NA motor. Would you get kilograms? What is it in kilograms? Thirteen twenty five. Thirteen twenty five kilograms is twenty nine fifteen. Yeah, so it's light. That's crazy. It's light. So you've only driven it from Costa Mesa to here. I drove so far. it forty four miles on the highway. That's okay. all I've done. All right. Sorry, and the Whole Foods parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Testing the brakes. That's there. it. We can. Uh, if you yeah. guys are going to be in, oh, you're going to Mexico, so you can't come out. I was going to invite you out if you wanted to come. Come with us on uh, Thursday. We're going to go. Oh, we're just going for the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Friday's you, our last if day. you, co- if yeah. you uh, retain your heads, come on out. And uh, <laughs> no, we're going to do uh, the Lotus and the Ring Brothers uh, Javelin. Uh, Jav- no, Javelin, right? Yeah. AMX? Jav- J- M- AMX. What's the difference between an AMX and an AMCX Javelin? What do you know? No, I do not know. Uh, AMC is like the, the unknown muscle car brand. No very, very You know small. what they are? Yeah, only from Forza, though, to be yeah. completely honest with you. It's like a muscle car with like a super short wheelbase and a hatchback. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, like that. Bare bones kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's more like the muscle cars they got in Australia than the ones that right. we had here. Yeah. Um, the Javelin's but, like this weird... 
it, it, to me, it's almost like a Superbird and a Camaro smashed together. Yeah. And then the AMX, the only one I've ever been around was Jimmy Day's car. Yeah. Which was like if you took a Nova and then shrunk it because they're, they're even smaller with like a very slanted Torino kind of back glass it, wait, to so it. Wait, so is that AMX is the short wheelbase Javelin, right? Yeah. Okay, so the Javelin, I think, has a, a back seat and an AMX does not have a back seat, I think, and they're they're shortened. Can you get a picture of an AMX up there? Real quick, we would love to come out though. By the way, if you want, if you're yeah, out on Thursday, totally yeah, yeah, I have a I have a road that we're going to use that most people don't know about. I mean, you could find it, but you're yeah. not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many. Yeah, can you get There's a side profile, Zach? Yeah, there. See, that's what that's an AMX. Yeah, it so doesn't there's really know well. yeah. It, doesn't that thing? I mean, imagine a big block in that. Wouldn't that be twitchy as fuck? <laughs> so. uh what uh, the cool. Ring Brothers one apparently has a thousand horsepower, as you do. So that, that's the spec you guys are that's coming out for you guys on the shoot, or that's why we're gonna we're gonna go out and shoot that that and the Lotus. Uh, we gonna pick the Ring Brothers thing. I I I met these guys, Mike and Jim. Um, they're like they're Wisconsin good old boys, but fuck me, can they? Holy shit, look at that boy! Can they fabricate a car? Um, Wait, that's the same car, but that's not the car. The same. That's the wow. Ring Brothers version of the same car. <laughs> wow! With, so, I think it's got a Hellcat motor in it, right? Someone said it was a thousand horsepower with a Hellcat motor. So there's the stock, and then oh my god! You know that's a your live imaging, just so you know. <sighs> yep, exactly. I know. Okay. Fuck! Look at that. Think that think that'll drive good? Crazy. Here's Crazy. why I think that I think that'll drive good. I think that what are we in February now? It's far enough from SEMA. <laughs> last time, last time I drove, I drove one Ring Brothers car just after SEMA, mm-hmm. and I was like the first guy to ever drive it, and it was like just needs a little fine tuning. Drove the second one, the Camaro, in the springtime later after SEMA, like a couple months later, and it was ace. This and was probably Detroit good. Speed did the chassis on this, right? Detroit Speed did so the chassis good. on it. What's crazy is you look at the yellow car and you're like, wow, they look at all the fenders they built, and then you go back to the stock one, and you're like, and like nope, wow, those, stock. <laughs> those were there, yeah. The um, yeah, you guys should come out for that. That'll be fun. Yeah, that car looks blast. nutty. I bet that drives good. I bet it does. I bet they. I bet is that like it's got like a skyline nose on it, doesn't it? Fuck, cool. So you're not doing like a, you're doing comparison or kind of no no no. Just, I'm okay. just I do. I'm just doing so the one takes thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not not doing fans cars anymore. Right. Yeah. I, only, I we only want to spend quality time with the vehicles. Right. Like not the fans are cool and all, but like. Driving a car for twenty or thirty minutes to me is not really the quality time I want. Like we're you know? we're at that point where I'd say still about sixty to seventy percent of our shoots are that half hour to an hour of yeah. seat time. Mm-hmm. Um, but more recently, we've been able to get you know a day or two full with the car, and it's That's nice. A lot more relaxing, first yeah. of all, for shooting, um, and it gives you a lot more time to actually you know with the Lotus, you coast to Mesa to here. I yeah. mean, you get to know the car a little bit more. Well, for for with the Lotus especially, like it sounds. Sounds snobby, but like in LA, like to go, you know, if you're doing a press car or whatever, you need to going to get the thing is like half the day. You need to like live with it, you know, you need mm-hmm. to like use it for some stuff. Like when I review a car, like the review is much better. The more time I spend with the car, the better you're going to get. Like, yeah. And the fan cars, it's like a first impression. And the press cars, the stuff I get to take home, it's like you, you get. There's just more shit that comes up. Oh know? yeah, and it's more kind of like coherent because you have yeah. you, have, you have enough time to kind of articulate exactly what you like yeah, or you yeah, don't yeah, like, yeah. and you're not having to come up with stuff on the spot. No, I can drive around and think of lines. You know, that's yeah. like not, speed th- dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Look at that. I'm looking at your Instagram to see the stuff you've driven recently. I see AutoZam. AutoZam AZ1. Oh, that thing was awesome. Was. Yeah. How, was it a stock one? Uh, so. Exhaust, and that's it. There was one we drove that had a little bit of had a bigger turbo on it. It made like ninety four horsepower that's instead of eighty six. That's his next step. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We How did. fun is it though? It's a lot of fun. Uh, we drove the only other K car I've ever driven was a Honda Beat. Mm-hmm. Drove it on the same road. Direct comparison. Um, Which I li- did you I, like better? I like the AutoZam, but that's only because <clears throat> the like turbo. You can actually feel the turbo in yeah. the AutoZam. Surprisingly enough, um, and I like that feeling rather than the Honda, which is like. Rev to 14,000 or 13,000 right. RPM, whatever it is. Right. The only one we haven't filmed yet is the Cappuccino. And I, I did wanna, a Cappuccino. How is that? I really uh, want The Cappuccino, to me, drives the best. Yeah. But the AutoZam is the the coolest and weirdest. Oh, it has the doors. You need to... The the AutoZam I drove, like, the rear suspension was, like, really wallowy and shitty. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's the same as a Mazda 323 front suspension. I think, yeah, the owner was telling me and that. And so, yeah, like that. I think there's some things you can do to improve that, but they, they weren't done on this car. Um but it, as like a city car, mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yes. So cool. Did, I, you, did you drive the Mazda Speed uh, or kind of like a standard one? Shit. Because I think the Cappuccino? Mazda Speed has, you know, the... Uh, sorry, not the Cappuccino, for the AutoZam. The, I don't know. Has, What's like, the, the big, difference? It has the big wing on the front. There's a few body differences. A um, big wing on the front? Sorry, on the back. It had, and, mine had a wing on the back. It had a big, like, a super wing on the back. Oh, almost. okay. Yeah. That, was that the Mazda Speed one? That co- I know that comes stock on the Mazda Speed, yeah. 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 It was a yellow one. I'm sure if you, it's like one of the first images. I don't know. I think it was that. Isn't it that? There. Isn't that me? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. that, that oh, should wow. be an AutoZam one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's awesome fucking badass. Yeah. And oh, by the way, and... I love that coat. That's my that's my like <laughs> my old English shooting jacket that yeah. I love. Yeah, that was the car. Yeah, lovely so, car. So cappuccinos, I guess they're like legal now to import. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. A cappuccino is is really like a, a an even shrunker Miata, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I have a video coming out. It's in the queue. We edited it. Yeah, I should just set you up with that guy. He loves media exposure on his car. You want to you want to try and get that guy out? Do you want to do a cappuccino? I would love to. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Remind me after the show, and we'll email that guy. So uh, so maybe we can get that sorted. The only reason I um, I can't buy a cappuccino now is because you guys can buy a cappuccino. Like the oh, moment the it becomes are too the high? moment it becomes legal yeah. in the states. Um, the Honda Beat we filmed. The guy imported Cry it. Cry me a river. How's your R thirty four importing going? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you guys instead of whining about it? Why don't you guys buy, buy them ahead of the curve? Yeah. They start going up about a year before they become legal here. Well, everything. I think you guys could probably find a way to buy some of them and then make money. That seems like an easy gig. I know they're they're a lot more expensive than like a cappuccino. I know that. Yeah, Yeah. like the Honda Beat was like I think landed like three, four thousand Canadian. It was like really cheap, and um, the moment it became legal in the states, it doubled in value. Yeah, R thirty fours are like eight. 8,000 Canadian? You can get a GTT, <laughs> yeah, for about 8 to 10. And that's the uh, RB25. Yeah, but, a G- but then a GTR drive. is 50. <laughs> GTR, or G- an R34 GTR is still expensive, even I, in Canada. Yeah. You can get exactly. a one that's been crashed previously for about 40. No, and that's no. I, I, I've driven one. No, I drove one of those, <laughs> and the oil pump blew up while I was driving. Yeah, no, wow. no, we don't want that. I just got no. out deadpan. I Listen, think that was amazing. You don't want a car that's been crashed that's from a country that isn't fucking yours. <laughs> just, I had an R32, right? Yeah, and yeah, oh, and sure. we're actually in LA. We're pretty lucky, even though Skylines are not legal in California. Fontana Nissan will work on them. Which is a nice oh, service wow. to the community. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, my car didn't have air conditioning. It was supposed to, but it didn't. 
and they didn't have the first clue how to go about fixing it. The parts are just like, meh. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I don't want to start down that road. At least, even with a 911, if it's expensive, they know where to get the shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, here, yeah, I can get that. It's a thousand bucks. You go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But they don't go, I don't know. <laughs> I'll build you a thousand horsepower motor. I go, but I just want air conditioning. They go, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I think there's a big enough market now. There's definitely kind of two or three um, JDM-specific shops yeah. for, like, SR20s and RB engines um, in Vancouver. Ask that if are... that guy could fix air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pitch you right. that guy. Yeah. He'll build you a 1,000 horsepower RB before he'll put, fix air conditioning. <laughs> think of how many, how many swap 240s you've seen where the post or whatever just says, heater and AC not hooked up. Yeah. No. <laughs> not hooked up. Because it's, it's an afterthought, but that means the market doesn't care, and so the people that repair it probably won't give a shit. No. You know? Yeah. A lot of the market. Not saying too, it's not possible, but I'm just saying I think it would be a fun goof to call those shops and ask, <laughs> "How far are you willing to go to JDM?" <laughs> yeah, no. A, a lot of the market is though. A lot of the because you got to get inspected, obviously. Yeah. For like lights and tires and whatever the heck. Uh, so there are shops that are guaranteed. Basically, you'll you'll pass. How does Canada right? and Vancouver feel about engine swaps? Do whatever you want. Really? Do you, do you have emissions testing? Or they got rid of it yeah. two years Air ago. Really? Completely, yeah. Everyone takes their cat out, cats out now. Did they get rid Fuck, of it? Because I thought it, Canada was super OBD progressive. Too? Why did they get rid of emissions testing? Well, well because like it was really expensive, and like cars are so... Expensive for the government? Um, I guess. I have well, no idea why. I'm just glad that... Wait, well, do, pl- do they still plug into your OBD2 and make sure there's no codes popped up? No, no, nothing. No, there's no. no checks. You used to have to go every year yeah. and get like your fuel emissions done and everything yeah. like that. They completely got rid of it. The only exception <laughs> is like if you're, <laughs> if you, and this is Vancouver, beautiful city, clean air, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. But if you have a vehicle, I think it's newer than 2000 and it comes with a cat, you're not allowed to take that cat out. Oh, that's good. Or, or something like that, right. <laughs> but every, everybody with, you know, skylines and stuff, it's... Anything pre-2000, you can run it's, no it's cats. something like that, That's yeah. so hilarious. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm so surprised. Yeah. Vancouver is so progressive. Yeah. I would have never thought... I thought it was much more like Except California. For, like, cars are, like, really clean as of right now. I mean, like, modern cars, they're, they don't really have the issues that older cars have. So... I guess they got rid of it because there's no point. I, I mean, like, obviously oh. there are certain cars that do are not like. Do, so I'm sorry. Do do like in California, you see people driving around like some proper shit boxes. Does Vancouver have much fewer shit boxes in general? We have a lot less people. Like, how many yeah, people are in Vancouver? California has twice the population of Canada. Oh no, the same, the, the same the population. Same? Yeah. Okay, same yeah. population okay. of Canada. How many people are in Vancouver? The actual city is, I think, 1.2 million. That's small. And then I think like 3 million for the, or 2 or 3 million. It really presents bigger. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Shave down to the base. Your your global stature is uh, much more than, I think, 3 million people. Okay, that makes sense. Because we used to, you know, we didn't have smog laws. And then in the 70s, if you look at the pictures of LA, it was like brown clouds everywhere just because the population got really big and the cars were shitty. So the, the percentage of people that live in Vancouver. That take the cats off the cars is probably like point oh yeah. oh oh. Oh, of course, it's the people. So, it's the people yeah. we're around, right? Yeah, right. yeah. And it's like again, the car community is much smaller in Vancouver compared to California or like mm-hmm. L.A. So like, there's less cars, there's less people, there's less congestion, a lot of public transit. So it's just, I guess, not an issue. I mean, like, I'm sure it is an issue to a certain point, but right. how much money are you willing to spend to yeah, correct yeah. an issue that's not really an yeah. issue, kind of thing? I, maybe they're just more pragmatic about it, and they just recognize that, like, all right, look, even if a couple people take their cats off like in the grand scheme of things like we've got better things to worry about whereas in california i think a they're broke so they can find people that they catch you know if you if they bust you for a a violation with a car like 
it's actually quite a big fine. So um, if they want to be a dick, they can. It's always something a card they can pull out. Um, also, a good excuse for them to search your car if they suspect mm. you of emissions violations. Um, they can search your car for emissions <clears throat> violations if they see if they visually see like enough of them. You know, they it's I don't know if they can fully search your car, but it's definitely like they can hit you with enough stuff where a search warrant could be could be like, you know, well, there's arguable. sometimes you'll see down uh, in Hun- I've always seen it in Huntington, but they'll have what is it like? They'll just put they'll set up a mobile smog station on yeah. the street. And if so, cars driving by there, they can just point at you and ask you to pull in. And then they can run your run your smog and test it and see if you are in compliance or not. Wow! So, so I think it's like if you were si- if you got pulled in for that, and then they're looking at you're talking to a cop anyway, and they see a reason for search and seizure, then they could do that. It's not often because it's I think a lot of manpower to set up that. It's like a weird fishing right. net, yeah. You know? yeah. But it's sort of like it's the sort of thing where like if you got busted driving like a dick on the snake, right? And the cop saw your like titanium exhaust, mm-hmm. you know, and heard your. You know, blow off valve. You know, it would be another thing. It's like okay, you get a reckless, and you get this, and mm-hmm. you get this, mm-hmm. and because of all that, now I'm going to search your car because I smell weed or whatever. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It just becomes more shit to tack on. It's not, you know. Yeah, yeah. They don't really. I like if they see something like we have this. We or we used to have, I guess, this one big weekly meet for the entire uh, place of Vancouver, and people would come from all over um, to come, and it got at the. Largest point probably like two hundred cars every week. That's significant. It was it was fun. It was a good time. Um, nothing went wrong except the eventually the surrounding stores made complaints obviously to the police. Um, and as soon as that started happening, uh, more people started showing up because it got uh, on the news and stuff. And then one fight broke out, and from that po- moment on, police would just block off all uh-huh. of the inner or the entrances and exits and hand out VIs, a vehicle inspection to every single car for any Oof. like license plate cut a little bit or like a little bit at an angle or tint you know wow. and then they would basically do that i don't know if they have uh yeah, they'd, basically, car, they'd but... basically just harass you and be like oh, i'm not going back there anymore and that was that right yeah and that is like the that was the one big meet in vancouver yeah, yeah. well they made parking illegal on the snake now did you go up there we went up there once yeah yeah they yeah. The, all the whole except for that little parking lot at the top was six spots all the rest of the dirt is now it's now no parking so mm-hmm. where everyone used to gather and film people being assholes it's now they'll ticket you just for being there wow um, like you were telling me the story about um, the manager at one of the grocery stores in the parking lot by the meat. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you want to. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, basically, the manager came out and was like speaking to them uh, by name. And then everybody went on to Google reviews oh, of this. No. Uh, of the, I think it was like Save on Foods or Walmart or something <laughs> like that. Um, and now the reviews for that specific market crossing, Burnaby, Va- Vancouver, if you want to add more reviews to it, <laughs> um, is just all 1.5 stars and naming this person by name. I mean, it's kind of... No, I mean, I <laughs> I, I, I don't really yeah. feel bad, but I kind of do. Yeah. What is that website, Zach? Is that a website about the snake and the, the rock website called Twistypedia. Twistypedia? Twistypedia. Is that a website to find roads? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Roads in Australia, Canada, Japan, United Kingdom, and U.S. Oh, wow. look at that. Radio. Doing the Lord's work. Good for you. How about Twist? Wow, that's pretty that, cool. It's like a motorcycle site. Motorcycle guys usually have the best roads. Mm-hmm. You guys, next time you come to America, should do one of the back road, backcountry discovery routes like we did for our movie where it's like you go across a whole state off-road. That'd be hey, cool. That'd be NSX's. so much fun. How about that? We need a different car, though. A Cobalt might not be as enjoyable. But <laughs> well, actually, when when that Cobalt is almost at its end, I think it would be perfect. <laughs> Are oh, you guys? Yeah. Do you, can you ever? Can you grab press cars? 
We've never got a press car. Are there fleets in Vancouver? Is um, that possible? I have spoken with a couple of representatives uh, over email, and they have said that there was nothing at the time. So yeah. it, it seems very kind of hit and miss, maybe like a seasonal, basically. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know what, uh, I don't know what Canada's press fleet situation is, unfortunately. It's probably slim. Our yeah. closest was a uh, the other day, which was this. Ne- this is going back to the thing of like the owners' cars. When we get a car for forty eight hours, uh, it's unreal. Uh, this dealership gave us a G sixty three AMG. Oh, those are hilarious. Yeah, really fun. <laughs> you know, I'm, I really missed that truck. Really? You, yeah. Did you like it? The torque is just unbelievable. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. You don't want to take corners too fast in it, but no. it's, it was really. Did fun you see to what happens when you try? Um, no, I, I took haven't. one to a track day once. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Willow Springs. Yeah, it was dumb, but it, I did. And if you, if you, so uh, what happens is you break, you break and turn in, and you, you get a ton of understeer, obviously. Um, and as soon as you start turning in, traction control starts doing like all kinds of weird shit. You cannot turn it off. And now, as you're at the apex, you ex- you hit the gas, and it doesn't matter how hard you hit the gas because it only gives you like 10% throttle so you're like and then as you unwind unwind as soon as you cross like two o'clock with your right hand you get full power it's the weirdest sound so, I've ever heard on a track so you're strange. shooting drive-bys and you go by and like why is he letting off the throttle now? <laughs> <laughs> So funny. <laughs> I heard that they're like really easy to um, to flip or like roll over. I think that's why they put that track yeah. <laughs> that thing in there. Yeah. yeah, they are good off road. I'll uh, full points for them. Off road. Yeah. Funny. What What did you like? Just torque and it, I mean, it's a, honestly the biggest thing I noticed was just it's a massive ego boost. Yeah. You know, you're playing the right music, driving through Malibu, and that's like that's the biggest thing I notice about the truck. So I don't know if that says that's anything why they, about it. That's why they sell. That's why they yeah. sell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because everyone can be a Russian dictator. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like more than anything else, what I love about that car is when you close the doors, it yeah. closes. That's, like everything is solid metal. It's like how cars used to be built. Um, really good hell. cars. Most cars yeah. were not. There's only there's a reason only one of them is still being built. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, funny. It's like when you drive old cars, Matt. Uh, uh, and, you know, I you slate things with the slate, door, and like slate. older cars, because I have an old car too. Like they have a very loud thunk, but when you start looking at the audio signature, it's several thunks. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like Porsches close once. Yeah, it's very good. But like your Mustang, it's like, is it closed now? No, nope, still is closing. It closed now, or still are you closing. throwing a bucket of nails down the stairs? I think I had one. I have one coming up. I don't know if you've gone through the video yet that where I actually apologize for the imprecision of the door slam. I did, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Mexico, then you're going to come with us. All right. I like this. I like this plan. This is good. Yeah. What's, uh, what's yeah. the most interesting thing you guys have uh, filmed any- recently? Anything Anything extremely notable? Go ahead. Rav Four race inspired, uh, race inspired Rav Four. Okay, <laughs> we have we have differing opinions. Was it on the this? same? Was it the same dude who? Does he have a fun name? Giovanni. No, okay, not that guy. Okay, I drove a guy's Rav Four as well. Tell me about yours. Uh, well, it was definitely more about the truck um, than the. Uh, I mean, okay, here we'll start. With, we'll <laughs> we'll start with the Rav Four. So it's got a carbon fiber hood. It's got N key uh, RPF ones, mm-hmm. and it is a 
track spec he wanted to basically make it into a sporty track yeah. truck he's never been to a track or anything uh ripped out the entire interior uh if you want to roll down the windows in the door card you have to it's like just like hanging really uh and the same with the mirrors hanging in the middle entire dash around the cd player gone rear seat's still there though was it a six uh, at least yes v6 okay. and it had an exhaust is he like a fabricator like by trade because this seems like it sounds like he just removed things i don't yeah. think he really added <laughs> what he put in a carbon roof or did he just lay carbon over no the he roof? D- it's a real carbon roof so or, he's never not, had... not roof hood, sorry. Yeah. Hood. Okay, oh, hood. Okay, different. Yes. That's he, why I was like, what? No, 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 no. It's a hood. Stock he, suspension. He's fully with... stock suspension. Yes. Okay. Yes. He yeah. And very <laughs> cheap tires. <laughs> I have a whole new image in my head of this person. Okay. <laughs> well, like, no, you trust me. You don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he went underneath the car and he removed some of the brackets that hold in the gas tank um, to like cut down the <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. I did not it, it, it was in the me. interview. Yeah, like there was like wow. a few like brackets were holding it in. He like, removed one or two of them to For cut weight? down the weight. So yeah. he removed he moved weight from the bottom of the car. <laughs> yeah, he went too far. Yeah, okay. like, yeah I don't know. So yeah, let me guess though, it's fast. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah, I put I put it in low, and yeah. when I told him I put it in low, he did not know what low was. Oh no! Um, and we we were uh, uh, what Little Tahunga. We were on Little Tahunga. Great road for that truck, by the way. Uh, but is every, it open? Yeah, it's open yeah. all the way across. Yeah, someone was doing a shoot up at the top. Actually. Oh fuck off! Yeah. It was closed for the fires for like two years. If it's reopened, that's nice. Really? No way! Yeah, oh. two years. Yeah, it was closed for a really long time. Wow. There was a huge fire up there, and the road like melted into a giant sinkhole, and it was closed. Like Holy the road cow. seemed like good yeah. condition. Like there wasn't any signs of damage well, that, or anything. They probably no. recently reopened. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> that's why it was closed because they were fixing it. It yeah. took a long time. Oh, how nice! I'm sorry. Continue, but that's no. Yeah, it was. I mean, we could go on about this truck, and we will because it has some just few notable things. Uh, bumper stickers on the back got obviously two american flags which you never see canadian flags on any car in canada or in front of houses or anything you guys are very in, polite you don't want to brag yeah. right. <laughs> right um but yeah alex jones stickers on the back Infowars. um alex jones yeah Infowars. me it gets better um oh my god roads untraveled stickers which was awesome you know I'm glad i bet made you love i bet you love that billing right alongside <laughs> alex jones in america yeah yeah double america and we did we did an interview with him uh, and he came dressed as a Pokemon uh, trainer. Oh my god! Like I said, it gets yeah. Um, but like he, um, like, the main idea behind it was he wanted to design it after like a fighter jet or something like that. What the so fuck? He, so he had a um, like a sticker of like an F something jet on the back of it. I feel like and- I'm on the dollop. Right, <laughs> like the story yeah. just goes worse and worse. He's a really nice guy, and Super like awesome, yeah. he, like the interview was pure gold. Um, like it's gonna make a really cool video for sure. He should hang out with. There's a guy who I saw at Cars and Coffee on Sunday that has a fully gutted uh, Prius on slicks and like SSR ultralights with like those Sparco seats with the halo <laughs> bars. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Is this guy for real? Absolutely. I don't, I, yeah. I, oh, Jesus. How, how do we send this? Can I airdrop this picture? You yeah. Can't, can, no, you can't. We're on a Samsung phone. Android. Uh, oh, my yeah, God. For, well, forget. it's. He's wearing a zoot suit. I mean, there's really... There's no other way to describe this. Just hold the picture up to one of the cameras. Hold that up in front because of, uh, it, he's wearing a goddamn zoot suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we pulled up, and I he, you didn't mention the fact that his his Rav Four is champagne. <laughs> <laughs> That's a character. He's got spats on. Champagne and carbon really look good together. <laughs> I feel like his suit is worth more That's than his car. Awesome.
But the uh, we actually filmed a what was it a Trans Am um, with a guy and he has like this cat on his T-shirt. This is one of our biggest hitting videos and it says like right in the fields and it's like a little kitten, like hilarious guy. Like he's a complete character. Just for and the lols. It's, but it's like it got so many views and people love it because the guy's different. He's unique and he's like he like he's, there's a character uh, behind that. Oh, right? this this one will hit. This one will hit good. I had a guy who took brackets off the fuel tank. Can we just? (laughs) I can't get over this. All right. Does he know that he could learn to drive on racetracks in a completely stock Rav Four with an interior, (laughs) and it would be the same? Yeah, I drive. I drive Dodge Caravans on racetracks. It's fine. You can still learn from that. Right. I I drove a guy's Rav Four that had uh, it had uh, coilovers and it had uh, you know uh, lightweight wheels with like some you know I think Bridgestone potent like some you know decent sport tires, and it had an exhaust. And I mean that was really it. But like. It was kind of fast. Right, yeah. Like, I legit think it was as fast as, like, a, a stock STI. For real. Really? Yeah, it was fast. Right, like, sure, yeah. It, it yeah. was... I, I don't think I have a picture on the Instagram, Zach. I, I don't. I, I think you'd have to look very far and you wouldn't find it. But um, I was pretty... The guy had a weird name, like, Speedy or some, some shit. <laughs> I don't remember the guy's name, but it was... Uh, it was I, I was surprised. It was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean those like the the Rav Four V Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Good kind of power. A little, kind of a little sleeper. Yeah, they oh, go yeah. quick. I think they run like low thirteens in the quarter. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, they're kind of quick. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. pretty funny. Um, that's a good one. I saw you. You had a Stagia. Those are fun, right? Stagio, Yeah, that was one of our last shoots uh, back in Vancouver. He did a full R thirty. We basically it was a revisit shoot. Um, um, we shot it in stock, kind of stock form, uh, and it's making. I think it was like four or five hundred wheel. Um, That's a good number for those cars. Yeah, six-speed, all-wheel drive, uh, and full R34 GTR front end. That's Super lovely. Super awesome. See, yeah. really, really Stagias, cool. for those in America, are basically four-door sky, or wagon skylines. And uh, they're not quite as pretty as skylines, but there's that front end. That looks good. That camera yeah. got fucked? Oh, yeah. Did well, it, we're still it, using it. Oh, no, it still works, but like, yeah, it got just soaked in mud. And that's got, why we're down here. Have you fully trashed the DSLR yet? No. You haven't ripped one no, off yet? No, we've never no. killed a DSLR. Oh, knock, knock wood. <laughs> yeah. We have chipped Let's, lenses, but that's about it. Yeah, uh, filters. Yeah, filters. We yeah, have, like, it just filters. looks like it's, in, like, uh, sandblasted. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, we've uh, we've had two 5Ds sail off of cars at high speed. Don't you one use, of, like, three of these? Oh, sorry, uh, we did. <laughs> yes, we you did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we Let's learned... talk about physics, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't beat physics, though, um, and sometimes uh, we lost. Usually it's actually if the car is a little is dusty, if you don't clean it off so well. Right. Or if you go 130 miles an hour. Or if you go very <laughs> and fast. The, and the arm on it is an extension longer mm-hmm. than this. Yeah, yeah. So I we have a couple with, like, holes punched right through the magnesium bodies and stuff. Wow. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> we buy them on Craigslist for like no money though. <laughs> Don't give a shit. Oh yeah, uh, Craigslist used gear is the best. You can buy like a fashion photographer or something. will have a DSLR with like a hundred and fifty thousand shutter count on it, and you can buy that shit for like six hundred dollars and use yeah. it for years, yeah. like we're doing. Because <laughs> we don't <laughs> care about the shutter count. Yeah, right? doesn't matter. No, doesn't matter. Uh, that's fucking awesome, man. I'm glad you guys could come by. Nice little nice show. I'm glad it's sunny here for you. Oh, it's been great. This is uh, this is our summer. It's lovely. It's the same as our summer. It's, it's great. lovely. Yeah. So come out with us on Thursday. We'll we'll play with the Lotus and uh, maybe we'll ask the uh, Ring Brothers guys if we can get you some seat time. I thought that shoot was Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? We'll get back to you on okay. that day. All right. Either way, we should, we should <laughs> maybe be good. it's yeah. Wednesday. It might be Wednesday. I don't know. We'll look. We'll, we'll deal with that later. Sweet. Our <laughs> podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Oh, actually, before I get there, what do you want to plug? Our podcast. 
Well, that's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah. we're on. Uh, yeah, we have our podcast, just roads and travel on Shout Engine. On uh, Shout so. Engine, teammates represent. Yeah, yeah. and I guess uh, yeah, YouTube.com slash roads and traveled, roads and traveled.com, and uh, Instagram at roads and traveled. All right. Marcus yeah. and Grayson from Roads Untraveled. Thank you, guys. You have a standing invitation next time you're in Los Angeles. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Whether hosting. it's Wednesday or Thursday, we'll, we'll yeah. go out of the canyons. <laughs> All right. There we go. The Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. And uh, so so is their podcast, also powered by Shout Engine. Get your own podcast at ShoutEngine.com. I actually have been saying this for a really long time, but I recently had to start over because Chris Hayes actually started this podcast on Shout Engine. He started Shout Engine with this podcast. I started the Watch and Listen podcast with Cameron Weiss, all new podcast, shoutengine.com slash watch and listen. And I had to start it from scratch. So I can tell you from personal experience, it's very easy to start a podcast on Shout Engine. It literally took five minutes. It cost me zero dollars. Uh, and then when I wanted to get that podcast on iTunes and into uh, Google Play Music, each of those took five minutes. And I think within 12 hours of being online on Shout Engine, I was on iTunes and Google Play Music as well. So the approval process for that stuff is super easy. So, yeah, if you got something to say and you want to say it to a few people, ShoutEngine.com. Thanks, guys. See you later.